It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night Show. Now on the line for us, our Pulitzer Prize winning writer himself of the New York Post, Michael Goodwin. Michael Goodwin, so much to talk about. I know the January 6th committee hearings are starting tomorrow. But first, we kind of wanted to talk about the Supreme Court uh, Justice Kavanaugh. The, an attempt was made on his life. They now have someone in custody. Do you, What do you know? Well, uh, Lydia, thank you. I just uh, I know what I read. And um I read those the same reports probably that you did that uh, this this man basically uh, confessed to coming traveling uh, to kill Justice Kavanaugh. He got out of a car, I guess, in front of a, in front of the judge's house and walked a bit. And uh, eventually, when when the police uh, he told them he had a gun and he was thinking of killing himself too. So he sounds like a very troubled individual, but. That's precisely the point about the language that politicians use in public. There was a lot of threats made toward the justices by Democrats uh, over this leaked. uh, And to refresh everyone's memory, let's play uh, Schumer, what he said. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you That's, go uh, forward with these awful decisions. It's it's wrong for Senator Schumer to say that, in my opinion. I mean, I know him for a long time. He's a very smart guy. Uh, the only guy I knew that got 1600 on his SATs. Wow. But I think it was wrong for him to it's, say uh, that. It's more, John, it's Richard Who? Weinberg, Mike. It's more than wrong. It's reprehensible. It's an incitement. Who put out the home addresses of the? Uh... Uh, it was a it was a Twitter group. Ruth sent us, and they actually thought it was funny. They kind of downplayed the whole incident. And meanwhile, this guy, it's the just, equipment that he had on him, well, zip ties, you hammer, know, you know what's going to happen magazines. now? These justices, Michael, I like your comments. They're going to be forced from their homes. Their families are under threat. They're going to have to move them to secure locations. And by the way, that you know, there's a bill floating around Congress. Uh, I understand passed by the Senate but not acted upon by the House. And I got a, an email this morning from one of my friends, a federal judge here in New York, said somebody's got to pay attention to this because the Congress is not giving the security to the federal judges. What do you know about that? Well, look, uh, when when the uh, this leaked draft came out and people started calling for uh, demonstrations in front of their houses, private houses and the uh the white house was asked repeatedly by the press about this do you do you approve of this and they basically said yes as long as it's peaceful but you know it only takes one person to hear the message differently and that's that's who you're playing with here that's those are the dangerous people who follow the who who try to turn these events into something they're not, who who see an energy in them, who see some kind of motivation to go beyond a, a pure demonstration. And so, look, we can't stop demonstrations. We shouldn't stop demonstrations. But I do think we all have to cool the language because we're seeing an awful lot of now political violence. Vi- and, and I use the term... Uh, broadly, because I think that's what this is. This is this is not a protest anymore. Now this is this is an attempt 
an assassination, and it, it is it grows out of the same the same thing as a protest. So the language is what propels these things into another dimension. And that's where I think what Senator Schumer said is wrong. I think the White House was wrong for encouraging these demonstrations at the judges' homes. I mean, whoever posted their addresses on public venues, I think that is wrong, too. No good can come of this. Um, well, I want to ask you, Judge Weinberg, how come we not found who leaked the, the SCOTUS well, opinion, the Supreme well, Court Roe v. You, Wade? How come? I have, well, and we're lucky we have George Vanzalos here, the former director of the FBI in New York, with us. My problem with the way it's been handled in terms of the, the leaker is this never should have been done by the Supreme Court Marshal. He does not have the resources or the experience to do an in-depth investigation. There's only one unit that I know of in our government who has the the capacity to do a real investigation to find out who the leaker is. I think it's more important than ever, given this attack and this attempted assassination effort against a Supreme Court justice, that we find out who that leaker was. And George, had this guy not had a crisis of conscience and called uh, the police himself, right. you know, he, Kavanaugh could be dead. His whole family could be dead. He had all these. Why wasn't the FBI protecting the justices? Why weren't there armed guards out front? We know th- threats were made against well, them. Their addresses were published. Well, there were armed guards in front of his house, and that's what happened. Okay. When this guy got out of the, the taxi, he saw the marshals in front of the house, and he started walking down the street. Then he got conscious for some reason called the, the 911. When they arrested him, they, he was still on the phone with the 911 people when they arrested him. So he was, I mean, th- this, this is so scary of what's happening in this country right now. And this is a perfect example why that, that leak is dangerous. Somebody could have got killed and somebody may still get killed. You know, we have to take this stuff serious. It has to be investigated. And these people have to be punished. Absolutely. If they did things like that, they were wrong. If there was one of the law clerks, that law clerk should be disbarred. And if it wasn't, and they should go to, they should be prosecuted and convicted, they should go to jail. This is a very, very serious phenomenon. But to Michael Goodwin's point, the fact that no one even in the Biden administration condemned these protests outside of the justice's home. What kind of message does that send to the crazies, Michael Goodwin? Well, it, it's a green light, isn't it? I mean, they, they, again, the crazies hear things differently. Uh, w- we can think we're being nuanced, but that's not how the crazies see it. They're, you know, they're hearing a message of a different kind. And, and just, you know, just as we played it out here, it's, wor- it's worth repeating the sequence of events. You have the leak. You have the outrage. You have the protests at the home. You have, you have the Schumer threats. And you have the White House approval of the, the home protest, and now you have an assassination attempt. I mean, it's a sequence. It begins with the leak, but it, it proceeds along a line of anger until somebody says, I'll take care of this. I'll, 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 I'll bring justice to this system. Michael, and it comes with a gun. Michael Goodwin, one thing worse, one thing worse is it psychologically driving the Supreme Court not to vote on certain issues, whether it's the gun issue, whether it's uh, uh, Roe versus Wade? Uh, and you got to think about the psychological aspect of it, that if I come up with the wrong decision, they, might be, they may be outside my home. That's why they leaked it. Yeah. That's exactly why they leaked yeah. it, John. 
was well, to influence yeah, the judges. I, I think you're, you're right. Yep. And, you know, there's another issue, too, that's out there. There was an anti-abortion clinic in Buffalo that was firebombed. Uh, have you heard the New York politicians condemn it? Um, I was reading the, the, the Buffalo News today. The, Lieutenant, the attorney general has said nothing. She had no comment. Uh, Governor Hochul's office said nothing until the Buffalo News contacted them, and she put out a statement saying, you know, we decry all violence. But imagine if it were an abortion clinic that had been firebombed, how much outrage there would be on the left. I mean, w- we've got to begin to see these things as equals. It can't just be that we condemn violence when we don't like the vict- when we like the victims, but we don't mind violence when we don't like the victims. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're in danger of becoming as a as a political system. Michael, you had an interesting column about the January six hearings. Uh, what are your thoughts about those hearings? Well, I think exactly it's a sh- this: it's political I, theater. I, I BLM, no it's a punishments. Show it's exactly. a show trial. Yes, exactly. I mean, you you both said it well. It's a show trial. It's political theater. Uh, this is designed for politics. Uh, and, and the Democrats have not made any bones about that. That's what's amazing. They have said up front they're trying to change the narrative for the fall campaign. Well, that tells me that there's nothing really legitimate happening here, that we know everything they've already done, more or less, or they would have told us by now. Now they're trying to tell a story. They're not so much about putting out new facts, but it's trying to capture the public's attention in a way, as I say, you know, yes, sure, you're worried about uh, crime, you're worried about inflation, you're worried about the schools indoctrinating your children. Don't worry. Come watch the show. We're going to put a show on for you. We're going to distract you from all of these things. Sure, all of these issues, Democrats, we play some part. But forget all that. You know, come and watch our show. You, you'll enjoy yourself. We'll have a little cake maybe. Michael. Uh, it, it, to me, it is, it is so uh, blatantly obvious that it's just a political ploy that I'm uh, – I'd be shocked if anybody falls for this and says, gee, I didn't, I didn't think of it this way. I'm going to switch my leanings to back to Democrats. Michael uh, Goodwin, America is under attack. You've said it. I have said it. Uh, I see the, the – Tens of thousands of people on the border that are ready to cross it. Um, and I want to thank you for bringing it to everybody's attention. And, and we only hope that uh, uh, the American people realize. Because what I think is being done in Washington right now, they are telling the people that are not maybe – don't understand what's going on and just hear the big lie over and over again. And they believe the big lie. But I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a war of words that sometimes erupts into a war. And that's what I think is, is the supreme danger now. There's a lot, there's too much violence, whether it's ordinary crime, you know, mass shootings, schools, supermarkets. There's too much violence, and I think everyone should agree that this should be the end now. You have a Supreme Court justice targeted. We've got to tone it down. And maybe they should bring other people on co-conspirator charges that they caused the problem. Well, we're out of time. Thank you, Michael Goodwin. 
and uh, thank you for everything you do again. We're going to have to take a break right now, and when we come back from the break, uh, we're going to have Mr. Don Levy, is it, from the Siena Poll, and uh, he's going to tell us uh, what the heck is going on and if, if the American people are realizing it, and uh, they, are they mad as hell and they can't take it anymore? Let's take that break. <laughs> 